Hello, and welcome back to Project. This week, we are diving into part three of the customer journey. So today is the day that we're going to wrap all of these seemingly random points that I've made into a nice bow to give you the present that is a customer journey of your marketing plan and communication strategy. So without any further ado, let's dive into it, people. So quick recap, last week we went through the first half of the digital sales funnel and the spoiler alert was it's not a funnel, it's actually an hourglass. So the beginning of the funnel, just to recap, was awareness, then engagement, traffic, and finally conversion, right? The customer has done the thing that you want them to do. The surprise is there's a post-conversion funnel as well because your relationship doesn't end with your customer at that point of conversion. You want your customer to actually use your product, right? You want them to adopt. Adoption is the next stage of that post-purchase funnel. After that, you want them to become a repeat customer, right? You want them to come back to you again and again. You don't want them to go to your competitors. You don't want them to move on to another product. You want them to stick with your brand. That stage is retention. And then finally, the final stage is advocacy. So you want your customer to be your biggest hype person, right? You want your customer to spread the word about your brand, around your company, um, because that's the best kind of marketing there is, right? Um, So what does that look like? What would an example look like? A purchase is made on the website requiring a customer to enter their email address. An email is then sent to them immediately post-order to say, thank you. And with the beauty of email automation... Um, which is available via MailChimp or via Klaviyo, you could actually make it so they'll send, they being the email platform, will send an email out 21 days later to check in on, for example, if they've won their purchase yet or how has the service been for them. Do just basic check-in, right? People love that. Then to retain them, what you're going to do is you're automatically going to put them into your newsletters, right? So they can stay up to date with what's happening with your company, whether that be new arrival emails or any other segmented emails that you'd like to share with them. And then finally, sharing user-generated content on social media channels, if you're on social media, is a wonderful way to create brand-loyal customers. Why? It gives them their 15 seconds of fame. They've been recognized by the brand that they're wearing um, and they're given a spotlight and then they share it on their page and then suddenly they become more invested because they feel like they have a relationship that they've been seen by you. Another example could be this, right? If we continue on the journey that we started in our recording last week in part two, we're going to look at the customer journey for Giddy Up Glamour, right? Or what that might look like. So receives a purchase confirmation and thank you note via email. Then the jeans arrive in a Giddy Up Glamour branded box with a handwritten note. You snap a selfie in your jeans and send it to your BFF to make sure that they look good. Look, ain't no shame in that game. My BFF, Amy, probably gets this a lot um, just to do like a fit check, right? Okay, so then the friend asks where those jeans came from and they share the fact that they got them at GUG with their friend. That's advocacy. They wear the jeans out to a concert and post a picture and tags Giddy Up Glamour in the photo. Giddy Up Glamour then shares that tag photo on Instagram. Only at this point does the person start to follow Giddy Up Glamour on Instagram because they feel like they're, this brand, this Giddy Up Glamour brand, is actually seeing things and isn't some giant 
business, right? Who just doesn't care what their customers are doing. 30 days after purchase, Kitty of Glamour sends a follow-up email to see how they're liking their purchase. And then from then on, they're included in daily newsletters from Kitty of Glamour. So that's what this entire sales hourglass, digital sales hourglass could look like. There is a sales hourglass sales funnel 2.0 that I do want to share with you, and it's called the flywheel model. So Unlike the sales funnel that puts customers kind of as an afterthought in the marketing and sales strategy, the flywheel model actually puts customers at the heart of a strategy, allowing them to drive referrals and drive sales. So it's about enhancing the customer journey even after they've matured into a customer and nurturing them from their very first interaction with your brand all the way up until they turn into a brand advocate. The goal here is happy customers equal more customers. And if you head to my website, www.housefunalby.com, and you head to the project page, it'll be up on the the top menu. Um, This deck will be there so that you can have an image of what the flywheel model looks like. So instead of an hourglass, like what we talked through last time, this one actually looks like a circle, right? Because what we want is we want this to almost be like an infinity loop of your customers interacting with you in different ways, right? And keeping them looped in. So how do you focus on the flywheel model versus the sales model? There are are a couple different ways. The first way is your website, which might sound familiar from digital foundations, right? Website, website, website. Make sure that on your website, you are presenting yourself and your brand as an expert. Show use cases, show testimonials, give details to add value to that customer's visit. And a great way to do this is to start vague and get more and more detailed as you scroll down the page, right? Because as somebody moves through your website, the more time that they're spending on your website, the more they scroll, the more value they want to get out of that visit. So think about that when you're building up your website. The next point is to be thorough and consistent in explaining your product. Listen, I think I've said it a thousand times and I'm going to say it a thousand times more. People have the attention span of goldfish, like less than seven seconds, I'm telling you. That's why I try to make a lot of my episodes really short because I understand that y'all probably are already checking out. You're probably already on a second screen looking at your Instagram. It's cool. I get it. We're all we're all this way. That being said, though, people need to see a message at least seven times before they do anything about it. So give walkthroughs, give tutorials, write how-to articles, highlight every single little detail about your product because people need to see it multiple times and in different ways to even start understanding. It can, and it can be as simple as if you say you make candles, right? Like I know you might think you're like repeating yourself, but the more and the, the more differentiated you are presenting your product, the better. And then integrate the customer in your company, right? Utilize surveys, utilize feedback forms to engage in a conversation, right? So we don't want to talk at our customers. We want to talk with our customers. And that's why social media can sometimes be a little bit dangerous because we feel like we should do social media. But what we end up doing is we just push messages out to our customers, to our following, our followers. We don't talk with them because that takes time and that takes energy. And so that's why I tell people, if you don't have that passion for social media, don't do it because then all you're doing is checking a box. You're not actually providing value to your customer base and you're not providing value to your business either. Finally, reward your customers, whether it be through 
affiliate programs or reward programs for being loyal to your business. Do what suits you best here, right? And if you don't like rewarding your customers, don't do it. But that's just some ways that you can integrate the flywheel model here. So let's put this ish all together. The first thing that you're going to want to do is map your target audience through the touch points. So this is where it can get a little bit tricky. Um, And the key is to focus on one target audience at a time. Put yourselves in their shoes and walk through their day as if you were them, right? From the morning when you wake up until you go to bed at night. Think of their pain points, where they feel most comfortable. And then how can you combine those two to be present and be the solution that they need? And again, head to my website, find this deck, because I have a template here that you can be utilizing. Um, It basically maps out every single stage with a persona, what channels, what key metrics, what messages you need to give them, what opportunities you have as well. So hop on over there. I'll probably put a link in the show notes as well. So that's helpful for you. Um, Okay, how are we going to put this into action? Surprise, surprise. The starting place is your website. Okay, so start with your foundations, your website. Do a website audit from the point of view of your target audience. And if you have multiple target audiences, pick the biggest in size or the highest in priority for you. And then check through your SEO, right? And SEO also includes thinking of the questions your target audience may have. Are you answering those on your website? Is the user experience on your website seamless? Is it clear what you want your customer to do when they get to your website? right? Bullet points are your friend. Templates are your friend. Infographs are your friend. All of those things, if it's easier for your customer to read, it's easier for Google to also read it. The third thing I want you to do is create a marketing calendar. Um, I do believe this is something that I talk about in some other courses, and I'm trying to think of exactly which one it is. But I can do an entire course on building a marketing calendar. Maybe I will do that. I'll put that on my idea list. Create a marketing calendar for the next six to 12 months, right? What's happening internally? What product launches? What events? What milestones do you have? What's happening externally that impacts your business? List all of those things out. And again, in the deck on my website, you'll find a template of what I use for my customers. Take what you want to take, leave what you want to leave. But the most important thing is to create a calendar because from that calendar, what you can do is you can see red threads through time points. Right. So say it's I mean, this is pretty, uh, pretty good for right now. Um, It's the holiday season. Right. So we're talking about gift giving. We want to look at when is Amazon doing Prime Day? When is Small Business Saturday? When is Cyber Week? When's Target Circle Week? What products are important through winter, especially if you're in apparel, right, that we want to talk about? And then how do we create a story from that? And in marketing speak, we call those campaigns. Campaigns are segments of time within your marketing calendar where you focus on telling one story to one or multiple target audiences. And I also have a template of that in this deck. I cannot, I cannot push you to my website enough. I'm trying to drive traffic. Can you tell? Um, I don't have an end goal for that though. There's no ads on my website. So, and I'm not getting making you pay for this either. So it's really just for your own benefit that I keep repeating myself. So when you create a campaign, you want to have a focus of your storyline. You want to you want to highlight key products that you want to talk about, key audience segments, how you're going to build that brand, what messages you want to send. What are you going to do for traffic drivers? What's going to be sale drivers? Are you getting any sales? And then based off of all of that content, what do you need to create? What photos, what videos, what graphics? Do you need to schedule a photo shoot? Put that all in a campaign template so that you're set up for success. So when you create content, that's step six now, 
we're going to create this content, right, with your campaigns in mind. Then you're going to integrate those into channels. Step seven, begin to prepare your channels for a campaign. So starting from your website to your emails, to social media content, and finally to ads if applicable. All of those need to reflect the campaign messaging that you have going on. Why? See earlier, goldfish attention span. See earlier, you're probably on a second screen doing something else while listening to this. People need to see things in different places multiple times to get the message. So you have to edit all of those channels to reflect your campaign messaging. Step eight, execute, right? We've done the planning, you've created the content, you've integrated it into your channels, and now execute according to your time plan. And then all of this is for naught if you're not tracking KPIs. So compare your website traffic, your sales, and any other key performance indicators that are important to your business at specific time points, right? It could be weekly, it could be monthly, whatever it is though, you wanna monitor those KPIs to see if things are performing as you want them to or if you need to pivot things elsewhere. So that's it. That's the end of reaching the right audience and creating a customer journey. Listen, y'all, I know that this is a lot of work. Okay, I know that you're probably going to have to re-listen to this multiple times. I know you're going to have to probably refer to this deck, but it's worth it because what you're doing is you're setting the groundwork for success. If you don't take the time to do this and you look for quick wins, you're going to see inefficiencies. And I don't mean to like, I don't know, manifest that onto you. But if you want to see success, you have to do it right. There is no quick win anymore, right? The ad space is so so bombarded with cash from big companies that it's impossible for you to stand out. So you need to make sure you're doing the little things and doing them well. Okay. Um, That's it for this week. That's it for the customer journey. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have some questions, please get in touch. Shoot me an email. Follow me on LinkedIn or follow me on social media on Instagram. Um, Shoot me questions. I am here to answer it. Next week, I am going to be releasing a SEO um, episode. So I did an interview with my friend Kevin, and we're going to talk all about search engine optimization so that I can learn more and you can learn more. So stay tuned for that. Have a great week and I will see you next week, friends. Deuces.